Buenos días from BI. This is the Rorschach Argentina update from the 14th of September 2023. A quick summary of what's going down in Argentina. We have good news for thousands of taxpayers out there. Economy Minister Sergio Massa has announced an increase in the income tax threshold from 700,000 pesos, $1,000 at the parallel exchange rate, to 1.7 million pesos per month, approximately 2,400 US dollars. The new threshold will take effect in October, and it will benefit some 800,000 workers. The goal is to leave the income tax, also known as Impuesto a las Ganancias, to CEOs, managers, and truly high-income earners. That means that only 90,000 people will continue to pay the tax. On top of that, Massa plans to send a bill to Congress ensuring that threshold remains 15 times the minimum wage. In other words, to agree upon an automatic update. For the last couple of years, there has been a need for the economy ministry to decide on a new threshold every few months due to the accelerating inflation. This bill will save time and effort. For reference, in the month of August, the average family of four in Buenos Aires needed a medium income of almost 405,000 pesos to be considered middle class. That's about 650 US dollar at the parallel exchange rate. Even though the General Directorate of Statistics and Census released this data, it was called into question as a family of four needs much more than that, especially if they are renting. During the same month, families with two kids needed at least 280,000 pesos some $400 at the parallel exchange rate, to stay above the poverty line. Moving on, Argentina's National Meteorological Service has confirmed the arrival of El Niño phenomenon at the country, which is causing above-normal water temperatures in the Pacific Ocean, leading to different atmospheric responses. During El Niño, central, eastern, and northern Argentina, including provinces like Misiones, Corrientes, and northern Santa Fe, typically experience increased precipitation, leading to a higher risk of flooding and intense storms. The phenomenon is expected to persist throughout the next three months. The other big topic that made the headlines this week is how the libertarian president candidate Javier Milei has gained the attention of Tucker Carlson, a controversial U.S. journalist. Both Milei and Carlson are similar in their political ideologies, which prompted the journalist to reach out and arrange an interview with him. The details of the arrangement haven't been confirmed yet, but it will most likely happen at Carlson's ex-account. In other news, the Buenos Aires subway system will gradually introduce the option to load funds into the SUA card using a QR code at self-service terminals. With this new feature, people will be able to use various digital wallets to add credit to their SUA card by scanning a QR code at the self-service terminal and selecting their preferred payment method. You can still use cash, of course. Remember that you can have more than 6,600 pesos on your card, which is about $9 and that the emergency balance on the card remains at 200 pesos, some 28 cents, equivalent to fourth subway rides. Speaking of funds, the Canadian startup Summit Nanotech Corp. is seeking to raise $150 million in funding to accelerate the development of its technology for extracting lithium from South American satellites. The company plans to have a demonstration plant in operation by mid-2024 and reach commercial scale by the end of 2023, with potential partnerships in Argentina and Chile. Moving on, Argentina is poised for an energy trade surplus in 2024, marking a significant turnaround after a decade of deficits. The country's energy sector, which face a substantial need for foreign currency, might provide relief to the central bank this year. Energy imports dropped by $3.5 billion between January and July this year, compared to the same period in 2022. 
The positive shift is attributed to lower global energy prices, improved water generation, and increased electricity imports from Brazil. Diesel fuel imports saw a significant reduction, primarily due to a shift to the use of liquid natural gas and reduced domestic demand caused by agricultural drought. While energy exports slightly decrease, the report projects that the energy trade balance will be almost in equilibrium by 2023, with a potential surplus in 2024 driven by hydrocarbon production growth and improved sectoral trade balance. On a related note, President Alberto Fernández has assured Chile that Argentina will continue supplying natural gas until the end of 2024. Argentina's natural gas sales to Chile saw an increase of almost 90% from last year. An industry that's also seen increases is car manufacturing. The Association of Automotive Manufacturers reported a significant year-on-year growth of almost 20%. Exports of vehicles abroad also saw a 7% increase in the first eight months of 2023 compared to the same period last year. Back to the topic of trade with Brazil, the country's president, Luis Inácio Lula da Silva, is urging a meeting of European Union and Mercosur leaders to make a decision on a long-pending trade deal. Lula emphasized the need for equal treatment and a clear yes or no decision regarding the trade deal, which has been under negotiation for over two decades. The trade agreement remains unimplemented due to new demands, including a European side letter with a stricter environmental terms, particularly related to deforestation. Meanwhile, Argentina is becoming increasingly reliant on Brazil as the shortage of foreign currency limits international trade options. Some Argentine government officials believe that Brazil's stronger economic performance could offer loans and credit instruments to help Argentina maintain economic activity. In August 2023, Argentina recorded its eighth consecutive month of negative trade balance with Brazil, totaling a deficit of almost $300 million. Brazil remains Argentina's primary trade partner due to the importance of Brazilian imports for Argentine production. Also on the topic of international relations, President Alberto Fernandez is embarking on a farewell tour attending the G20 Leaders Summit in India, where he aims to secure an international victory as his presidency nears its end. Fernandez plans to address environmental challenges, sustainable development, human rights, gender equality, and the need to reshape the global financial architecture to aid developing nations. This is an opportunity for him to regain influence and bolster his profile after ceding power to economy minister Sergio Massa and opting not to seek for re-election, which diminished his political relevance. Speaking of an international victory, the men's national football team secured six points in the South American qualifiers of the 2026 World Cup. The team faced Ecuador and Bolivia with Lionel Messi's sensational free kick against Ecuador, sealing a 1-0 win. In the subsequent match against Bolivia, even with Messi resting, Argentina secured a comfortable 3-0 victory. Since we mentioned the national football team, the demand for ticket is at an all-time high, and the Argentine Football Federation, or AFA, is seizing the opportunity with a new subscription model. AFA ID is a way for fans to snag tickets to see the national team, but it offers three membership levels that stir the pot with its prices. The top tier costs more than 40 times the country's minimal monthly wage, at almost 5 million pesos for the annual membership, some $7,000 at the parallel exchange rate, and comes with 2024 Copa America and 2026 World Cup tickets guaranteed for purchase for a limited time. Despite criticism, the AFA argues that it's not mandatory to become a member, as there will be some tickets available to the general public. Plus, the bronze tier costs 
$24,000 pesos per year, some $35, and it grants priority ticket purchases for friendly matches. And to close this edition, a patisserie from Buenos Aires neighborhood Bichartuzar also secured a victory after being featured in La Liste, the French guide that runs the Pastry Awards 2023. Belém Melamed's patisserie opened this year with recipes inspired by France, but uniquely Argentine. That's it for this week. Thank you for joining us. Tell people you know about us, your family, your friends, your work buddies, anyone who might be interested in our updates. Tell them to hit the subscribe button as well. Remember, you can always financially support us by using the link in the show notes. Nos vemos la próxima semana.